This is the Desperate Mothers Podcast. Oh my. Check out what these desperate mother are up to this week. Hawaii and then out to Simone Islands. Mm-hmm. And it's like a 28 day cruise. And I was like, at one point I think there's 10 sea days in a row. And I'm like, uh, I might kill someone if I'm on a boat for 10. <laughs> Five was, was pushing it for me. Five, I was starting to stare at people on the boat like, I'm going to slit that guy's throat and throw him off the back of the boat. <sighs> In true Adam fashion, I did piss off a lady. <laughs> Just one? Uh, one in particular. What was she doing? We were we were at a luau, and it's okay. So if you've ever watched um, Gabriel Iglesias, yes, the um, Gabriel Iglesias where he does the Aloha Fluffy, and at the start of the special, he calls out like Jermaine's luau, and he points to a guy in the front row who stands up and waves. He's like, this is Cousin Reno. It's the guy who, whatever the hell, right? Well, that was the guy that was on our bus that took us to the luau. And he's like, yeah, when they call it, you know, bus number nine, be loud. So then there was, what the fuck did you eat? I don't know. (laughs) It's not one of the good flavors. (laughs) So they called out our bus number and said, be loud. So we were yelling, screaming, and whistling. And the lady in front of us shushed us. (laughs) So we yelled louder because <laughs> that's what we do. And yeah, she was on the boat with us. We ran into her the next day or so, about two days later. We were playing Cards Against Humanity <laughs> on the boat, and she walked by and gave us a disgusting look, a disgusted look. That is funny. And I flipped her off. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, you old cunt. It's like when we go to. Uh... Instantly became British. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hey, jog on, you cunt! <laughs> it's like when we go to one of the burlesque shows and the guys next oh, to us yeah. are always surprised when we hoot and holler. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a burlesque show. Yeah. That, that, I think that was... I'm pretty sure it's on the on the ticket. Like, well, matter of fact, the MC always says, uh, make it loud. The The louder you are, the more uh, the performers know that you uh, you like them. Yeah, they pre- it's like, oh, hey, these guys like what I'm doing right now. Cool. <clears throat> I'm going to do some more. Yep. Okay, so the last... Well, interesting doings this week, anybody? Um, interesting. <laughs> uh, not really, I... Uh... Moments I've, to talk about your interesting life that I you want to talk about? I avoided contact with human beings for the most part this weekend. I mean, talking about our lives is not I, uh, off topic. I mean, the whole Desperate Mothers is what we do. When Sometimes we're not, what we do is work. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did some schoolwork. Bought some more video games. I did buy a drone recently. Yeah, what kind? I bought the, uh, what is it, the FPV Blade Inductrix. It's a first-person view. It's got a little camera on it. It's like the size of a phone. Oh, okay. A little small, tiny one. So I've been trying to learn how to fly that so I can buy a more expensive one. Because I was going to buy the expensive one up front, and then I realized that the expensive one plus the number of times I'm going to crash it is far more expensive than uh, than me buying the little one and crashing it a couple times and then buying the big one. So you're going to fit well, it with well, a chainsaw? So we can do... Uh... You know, amazingly enough, I have found ones that have a carry weight. 
because we we joked about that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. you I and I joked cool. about like like drone knife fights. Yeah, I don't I don't think CJ was joking. Um, well, we joked about it because we couldn't find anything online that had like a carry weight for the for the drone. I found a website that does. It's custom drones, and they're usually first person drones where you put on goggles oh, yeah, and yeah. fly it that way. And I thought, wow, you could actually mount a knife to the front of it, and then you'd have this view of a knife flying through the air. <laughs> I'm like, it could actually be done. The, the couple of them have like a two pound weight that you could pull uh, a pull with it. I mean, you can always just replace the camera with whatever weight of your chosen weapon. But then we don't get video, right? Oh, <laughs> you don't get first person perspective. Video. And the camera is really like, I mean, these are tiny little cameras. They're little. It's a board with a lens on it. They're nothing. They don't weigh anything. So all you really got to do is just up the motors. So drone knife fights. Well, it is could like happen. the the websites where they show you how to do it yourself. Heavy duty drones. Mm-hmm. You know where you could attach a spinning chainsaw to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite find any that were chainsaw sized. But there's some massive drone there plans are. out there. There are. But I found a number that you could put a spear or a knife or, I mean, you could get saucy, put like a nunchuck on it or something, I guess, and try and get it to like <laughs> whack somebody or something. I mean, as <laughs> hmm. long as it doesn't like actually hit the rotor, you should be all right. I mean, Cor- a cordless Dremel with a little cutting blade on you could it. Do, uh, that would, cutting that would be fine. You could do that. Really, for that matter. All you really have to do is mount a fifth motor on it with something on it. Oh, Because yeah. the motors are fairly lightweight, and it already integrates with everything else. So you could have a spinning blade on it. You could have aerial battle bots. Well, Jack was telling me that somebody does, like a show. Right? The, there is a, um, a battle bots drone-type show out there right now. With flying things? Yeah. That fight each other? Uh-huh. And we were too late. <laughs> I think I had the idea first, but did nothing with it. Proving that ideas are absolutely worthless without follow-through. Because that was like four years ago yeah. that we thought about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you need execution. We needed money. Wow. <laughs> money money facilitates money execution, but... Uh, we didn't... Yeah, we yeah, didn't we, were, we, were, we were willing and able, but we had no yeah, means. Yeah. Now I was like, oh, well, four or $500 for a drone. Well, I could almost swing that. If tomorrow works out, I can. Yeah, we should... Uh, you know, we could also do, like, drone pinatas. Oh, that could be... You mean smashing pinatas with a drone? No, no, smashing at a drone... As if it's a pinata. Trying to hit a drone with a stick with a when you're blindfolded, blindfolded yeah. Okay, so trying you have, to feel it out by where where you the have sound one is. One person moving the drone like you would uh, somebody moving the pinata and a stick. Yes. Okay. We're gonna get a helmet for that because yeah, because you're gonna get bonked in the head with the drone. Yeah, and some of these drones will <laughs> cut will, you. Oh yeah, They'll cut you, man. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> but yeah, you're you you're in a circle for X amount of time. The pilot's got to pilot the drone. And stay within that circle the whole time while the the whacker tries to take it out of the sky. Now, you realize that if the whacker succeeds in taking it out of the sky, there's a good chance that the drone is going to be severely damaged. This is why we need to do it with the cheap drones. (laughs) 
There's they got replaceable parts. Like, we just got to go find those air hogs ones and like try it with that first. Go from there. I'm pretty sure I gave you a, a helicopter. Helicopter does not a drone make. It is missing at least two rotors. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, if you're going to hit and something with a that stick... Is, that is two less blind eye warnings <laughs> than we require. need at least four <laughs> items possible to remove an eyeball. And, well, the truth is, with the helicopter, it's incredibly difficult to control it. It uh, it just goes wherever the fuck it wants to go. Yeah, with, uh, with the drone, though... Oh. You get one of those ones with the cameras. So we, you do a camera's eye view mm-hmm. of the guy trying to hit it. <laughs> it'd, be like some, it'd be like a blind man trying to beat a mosquito to death with a baseball bat. That's exactly what it would be like. Oh, and then maybe we use a wiffle ball bat rather than, you know. Well, that way it doesn't completely destroy it. It just knocks it out of the air. You know? Yeah. Because some of the ones I've been looking at, they could take a wiffle ball bat hit and just maybe lose a rotor, and that's no big deal. Yeah. Or a Nerf bat, whatever the soft Nerf bat. Nerf bat. could do that, are. too. Yeah, the foam ones. So yeah. you've seen the um, the selfie drones that they were, like, shown off at uh, CES? Well, I read about them. I haven't seen them. They've been talking about those for, I like, saw, a year now. The ones yeah. that will auto-follow you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they are, are they palm-sized? The, uh, they're fairly small. The rotors yeah, are completely enclosed in, uh, like, cages to keep them from uh, hitting anything or, or hurting anybody. And uh, they'll, like, follow you in your phone. Um and yeah, I read about them. I didn't see them. You know what I want is I want a drone that I can like deploy from my car when I'm sitting in traffic. To see what the hell the problem is? Yes. Up in front I want of it you? to go straight up about 100 meters, show me what the fuck is going on, and then you know live stream right to my backup mm-hmm. camera, mm-hmm. and I could see for myself. You could be like, oh, oh, Carbecue. Okay, yeah. standard day on the 405. Cool. It'll be like when the, when Speed the Racer button, and the Mach 5 deploys that <laughs> little, little bird beat. thing. Yeah. That little stupid-ass bird. That was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I was like, we can have the way so close to those. You're going to start seeing that on the... That'll be on the list of available... You know, do you want a spare tire? Yes, no. Do you want a uh, traffic drone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they have 360 cams now, you know, on oh, the cars. They? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I was just drooling on the new Prius that they came out. It's got like a 600-mile range on it. Prius Prime, and it comes with like a 12-inch tablet for a for the center console. Like, it's all digital. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm like, hmm. It was pretty good looking. And it looks smaller, though. The, new the Prius Prime? Smaller. Yeah. Doesn't the Prime's it? not really that small, no. no. It's not super small. The C is the little, little tiny one. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I'm, I'm holding I'm out not for a welcome. fully electric car. I, I want to see what um, Tesla's going to turn out next year. Toyota did... <clears throat> Uh, release. I can't remember what the name of it is. No, the Myla, Mela, Meta. It's a, a, a hydrogen fuel cell car. That that's interesting. But hydrogen fuel cells are even harder to refuel than um, than electric cars. But it comes with free refuels for uh-huh. three years. Yeah, if you, you can find a place if to you plug can it find in. a fueling station. <laughs> <laughs> and in our desert, and there if you can one. afford the sixty thousand dollar, eighty thousand dollar price tag. So, yeah, if I'm paying eighty thousand bucks, I'm going to get the the autonomous car. The Toyota is only fifty. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Only come on, <laughs> see, there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> so we didn't even do an intro. Hey, the, the, welcome to the Desperate Brothers podcast. I'm CJ Watson, Adam Thompson, and I'm Jack Fisher. And yeah, hey, welcome back, Adam. It's been a well, it was the last calendar year since you last joined us. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Bought a house. Went on a cruise. Well, we had a we Went had crazy a, a little bit. We had a winter vacay. 
Yeah, yeah I was break. gonna say it's it's been since last year since we podcast. Well, seventy nine was. Did we have a twenty seventeen podcast? Yeah, year? we did. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, was I there? Pretty sure because okay. I think I think it was a. Uh, Maybe I was just e- trying to forget. Ewoks ain't got no force. I think we were. Okay. You know the reason why stormtroopers accurately shot down Ewoks, okay. but not Jedi. Mm. So we got these cards. See, I printed these cards at the Kamikaze before last. Mm. So it was like you did not eighteen months us. ago. Huh? Eighteen months ago? Yeah, sure. No, I didn't. I didn't make it though. Oh, these were the trading card things. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So now we have a stock to give away <laughs> <laughs> because we need to get rid of them. Is well, this, is this a, Matt's like LinkedIn profile picture? Is. This is horrible. It's terrible. He didn't give wow. me a new one at the time. I think I didn't think he thought I was serious. It looks like horrible stock imagery. Like the black and white side looks better than the black the the color side. It does quite a bit. Like, give me a picture. He's like, sure, dude. Oh wait, I had to go hiking. <laughs> well, if he could have taken a picture of himself running, he probably would have. It would have been a better picture. Yeah. yeah. And probably more appropriate. If, if he had a selfie drone, he could take selfie a picture drone. of himself yeah. running. <laughs> well, it was ahead of his time. Or he was behind the times. The time was the time didn't work out. But we got bookmarks there for the Bunny Rabbit tragedies, and then the back is a, all the links. For, got like 10, 20,000 bookmarks? Something like that. 10, a lot. Just I, I a think couple? 10,000. A lot. Do you have a book or something? Did I miss something here? No. No? Oh, okay. I was like, wait. Do they come with, like, do you give them out with the book? Or, like No, no, bookmarks so people can remember us when they're reading something. Nobody buys books anymore. <laughs> well, they're bigger than a business card. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Harder to lose in the swag bag if you hand them to somebody. That's what exactly. I was They stand out from the business they cards. They do. They do. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool because it's my original little sketch for little the thing, yeah. tragedies yeah. and it says it on either end. No, I, I love them. It's just it, one of those moments where I'm like, Paper? Was there, is there something to go with this? Is uh, it just yeah. this is it? Okay. Still I foresee cool. making a comic book for the Bunny Rabbit Tragedies later on. There yeah. you go. So that makes more sense. Or at least makes sense to me. But mostly, I was thinking, what can we give out? Let's like business cards, but that's not going to be lost in the haze of business cards. And so we can yeah, just true. throw these out there. These are better for doing the annoying thing from like Vegas, where you can, you know, yeah. as you walk along Vegas, they slap them together, like trying yeah. to give you the cards with the naked women on them. Always fun. Take them all. Are they different? <laughs> no, it's the same card. Get away from me. Get away. <laughs> Are these numbered? Is there is there a set? Can I get like one of fifty three? Keep what walking is this? by and taking them like a buddy and elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got the cards printed up so we can give away. So I guess now, if uh, any listeners listen to the show, I think human listeners and not robot listeners are. Our government uh, homeland security agent. That, that poor, he's quit now. There's a new guy. There's a new intern. Now. Well, the, the, he was fired. He was fired because he's appointed by Obama. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, well, so Trump and, has his own guy. Yeah. I think it's Tiffany's boyfriend. It's Tiffany's because he's given the sons-in-laws. And, like, well, he needed a job. Yeah. I mean, got him do something. Here, listen it, to this idiot. It's podcast. only fifty million a year, but he can make do. <laughs> Somehow, somehow he'll be able to afford his mortgage. He was a, uh, well, geez. Not, well, they're not to worry about that now that they have to be uh, put up by the American people for security reasons. <laughs> live anywhere you want on the government dole. Uh, I'll live at Mar-a-Lago, Daddy. That's great. I'll charge the government $2 million a weekend. Yeah, no kidding. 
So things uh, to to note when you get president. We talked about that before. Have your own hotel and decide to live there. That way the American people can pay you to live in your own house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, solid business model. It's, it's strangely brilliant, just slightly. You're like, you know what, it's okay. I won't take... Uh, you know, a uh, pay as being president. I will donate my paycheck back to the people. That's $400,000 a year? However, yeah. I will be living in the penthouse apartment of the Golden Trump Tower. And the rent there is $3 million a month. Yes. <laughs> I don't get paid, and I'm living in the same place. So it yeah, worked out for everybody. Working pro bono. It's fine. It's fine. Just room and board. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, I mean... you. Whenever you hire somebody, that's what you really try to get away with, room and board. Yeah. With Donald Trump, though, room and board costs you $40 million a year. Yeah. And that's for just where he lives. He still has to put up, uh, what's her name? His Melania? wife. Which one? Melania. Melania? I was yeah. going to say Ivanka. Ivanka. I was I like, oh, Ivanka's, this, Ivanka's <laughs> the one I only remember. Yeah. No, Ivanka's, Ivanka's the one he wants to boink. Yeah, Ivanka's the one, he, his next wife. What's when, the name when, of his old damn? Ivana. Ivana. Oh. Ivanka is Ivana's uh, daughter. Oh, that's right. I mean, Ivan- yeah. Yeah, Ivanka. Because right. it was the old Ivana. Austin Powers joke, Ivana Humpalot. Yeah. Yeah. So he had uh, Marla Maples, right? Sure. I believe so. I, I don't keep track of his... Ivana Trump and now I'm sure it's Melania. on. It's, it's, in, it's in the Smithsonian now. There's, a, there's, a, there's an exhibit for <laughs> a it. A Yes. <laughs> well, well, it's a... Uh, it's interactive. <laughs> the the, the Trump- Smithsonian has an exhibit, uh, Trump's Wives... Panties. Throughout the years. Yeah, they call Panties it the... It's a the wing years. of the... Of the, uh, <laughs> the Trump ancestry. I mean, ancestry. ancestry. <laughs> uh, it's just a series of of gold thongs. It's all he lets It's all wear. strangely look the same. Oh, we didn't say they're from his wives. Wait. <laughs> That's why it's they're, the Trump wing. It's, it's not from the wives. It's his. Well, you know, he's... He's got a golden touch, so when he grabs him by the pussy, the oh god, the underpants turn to gold. President pussy grabber. Uh, that's also a new job. Yeah, that'll be Grabbing somebody else's pussy. job. Yeah, he's got an intern for that. Well, they've got they've got to feel it up so they know if it's presidential or not. Let's see if it's up to snow. Because he, he can't be grabbing no unpresidential pussy. That's true. True. Make America grope again. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad because it's true. Did you hear the uh, the cow exit thing is gone? It mm. died. It was yeah. a stupid thing to begin with. Did, you, did you hear why? The founder went to Russia. He's moving to Russia, like permanently. Like, you know what? Good America is so horrible <laughs> that I'm going to move from California, Silicon Valley, to Russia. If, if you have such a limited understanding of <laughs> the American Constitution and you actually believe... That a state can put a measure like that on the ballot and succeed and result in anything, and then you're stupid enough to be disappointed. <laughs> it's um, true. Uh, we still, I thought we settled that whole thing like 150 years ago. <laughs> states don't get to choose yeah, to leave the union. You don't get to leave. <laughs> uh, you can. You still can. Oh, you, okay, but, but it you ha- have to buy it back would the have federal to be, land. No, no, it was the biggest to, issue. Okay, and it would have to be ratified by a two uh, two thirds majority. There's um, a lot of issues. The main one that nobody ever brings up for Cal Exit was that California is fifty percent federal land, 
and they'd have to come up with about $2 trillion in cash to buy the land back from the United States. You could probably come up with a lend-lease agreement that... Uh, we already owe $1.8 trillion. Yeah. We'd have to owe another $1.8 trillion. When has debt <laughs> scared California leaders? Never, even though it should. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Good times. It was just a stupid, It's all funny. It was, oh, no, of course. Yeah. Of course. It's just silly. I mean, but. Texas is more likely to get away with breaking away. They're more likely with just doing it. Like, they don't even put it on the ballot. They're just like, nope, never mind. Yeah, we had a vote last night. Yeah. Um, we was, all got together. <laughs> and Are they Daniel gonna- Boone's ghost <laughs> voted yes. And Are- we just rallied behind him. <laughs> it was great. Was Are they the going to go, go back to the original nation that they belong to? Mexico? No. No, they're going to go to that whole rebel kind of nation. No, it will be they- the United States of Texas. The, the United mm-hmm. States of Texas. No states, because they'll have to split. It's too big. They're going to split it up. It'll be like five smaller states. Well, then, Austin's and then gonna, some of them Austin's will want to succeed from Texas. Well, because Austin's going to want to be its own thing. <laughs> Random song. Get the fuck out of that. Okay, that was awful, too. Just don't <clears throat> put one of those in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> don't put the little balls in your mouth. Mm. They taste just like it, too. Tastes funny. Tastes like dick? I was thinking sweaty scrote. No, oh, okay. All right. So back to topics here. What, what else we got going on? What have you been doing? What about, oh, I've been... Um, Besides sweating away in the... Is it hot? ...room here? No. Okay. No, but I imagine you, you seem like you've done a lot of work in here, so... Yeah, yeah, it's come a little bit ways. I wanted to make the, the womb film-worthy. So if we, it's it's getting pretty close. It is, it is. If I can get the rest of the tools out of here and, and get the bunny assembly line going in the back against the wall, we got definitely enough space for sketches and, and bunny adventures. But other than that, uh, I've started taking uh, a writing class at the Groundlings Theater. School. Nice. So that's fun. My teacher is uh, John Crane. He was like a head writer of Mad TV from... Hmm. I think it was 2006 to 2011. Was that when it was good or when it wasn't? Uh, was Mad was, TV ever good? Mad TV's had flashes of brilliance. <laughs> just like any sketch Just like show. any sketch comedy show. Yeah, yeah. There's that moment where it was really good. And it was with uh, what, Key, Key, uh, Keegan of uh, Key and Peele? Key, Key and Peele? Peel? I think yeah. they were on there, yeah. Yeah. And he, he's showing us some of the sketches that he wrote with him hmm. and it's fun I, I feel like i'm learning a lot it, it's just it's just a eight week course technically so what do you think about the possibility <laughs> of a rider strike is it bad for everybody Again? is it a good tactic um i think it's a good tactic it's bad for people that don't make what riders make it's bad for your trades people oh yeah yeah, it's bad for your craft services. Yeah, the sheer number of people that it affects is kind of horrible. If you're lucky enough to be writing a show, you could weather a strike. You probably have the financial means to weather a strike. Yeah. But if you're week to week, yeah, just random guys, the gaff tape guy is going to be screwed over for a while. You're lucky enough to be a PA or something. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have a hard time. But your standard lighting and sound guys and the guys who just run stuff and your prop guys are all going to have issues. Yeah, studio people, they're probably going to still be paid. But any of your contract guys, yeah. they're going to stop getting paychecks. So 
that's where it's really rough. You know, and so whose fault is that? I mean... Now, you don't really have any scabs in this sort of situation. I mean, if you if you go against the Writers Guild, you're going to be blacklisted forever. You don't have scabs in the traditional sense, but you can still put on a show without writers. Because usually there's stuff pre-written for some shows. And you're going to have some shows that are going to continue to do things like... But you have the... South Park is going to have a writer strike because the creators are the writers. Yeah, right. And you got the people yeah. in the reality shows and the, the nighttime talk shows. You know, they may not have writers' writers, but then the duties yeah. could fall to... The joke writing could fall to Stephen Colbert. They yeah. usually choose not to put on shows because they have staff writers. You know, the variety of show writers, they're yeah, the ones yeah. that are going to go on strike too. You know, those joke guys that make... Fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars a night, five nights a week. That's a decent amount of money if you're working five nights a week. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know what all is going on in the strike and what they're striking about specifically because I'm not in it yet. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still trying to get in there. I'm still trying to get. You in don't there. get the newsletter yeah, no, yet. No, no, not at all. But. um yeah, so there's not uh, the scab opportunity you would hope. Well, yeah, because you know when the uh, auto workers go on strike, you have got people crossing the uh, the line. They go the in line and, do and work, they go yeah. in. And they they work yeah. for half of what the uh, the union guys are working, and they get those skills they wouldn't normally get. You know, yeah. they use that as their opportunity to break into the business, and you clearly can't get away with that as the writer. So, I think it's good that the writers decide to exert. A little bit of creative muscle yeah. and try to better the contract, but I don't. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, hope it doesn't go. I've, I've listened to a little bit of what people are talking about, mostly. Um, I think script notes, the script notes podcast. Yeah, but other than that, I I couldn't speak with any authority on what exactly is the issue, other than like normal. It's it's not enough. And more pay, more benefits, more something. Something I mean, isn't quite right. I know the last time and this time it was uh, pay, uh, streaming services factored huge. And there's really no way right now for them to know how much viewership streaming services is getting because the streaming services shows, yeah, like they the Marvel stuff, the Daredevil stuff, do. right? There, yeah. There's no transparency and no requirement for them to say, Hey, we have X amount of subscribers. Yeah. And Y amount of subscribers watched Daredevil. Yeah. You know, and Z amount of subscribers watched Jessica Jones. Yeah. You know, there's zero transparency there. There's no Nielsen rating system. There's not even a place where you can factually check subscriber count. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Yeah. So you can't even see how many people are subscribed to Netflix at any given point in time. Right. And so that, how and that, can and that you know what even, you should get paid? And that doesn't tell you even remotely who watched the show. Right. Because there's a lot of passive people out there who that's a, oh, a, yeah. that's a theoretical maximum. I mean, people loved Luke Cage. I didn't enjoy it. It was slow as fuck. It was slow. I watched the first two or three episodes and I was like, I'm done. I'm not watching this. I love Luke Cage and I wanted to love the show. Yeah. But it was painfully slow. So a lot of people didn't. A lot of people enjoyed it though, and watched every last bit of it. But then you had people who didn't like Iron Fist. I enjoyed Iron Fist. Watched every single episode. So you can't even gauge it off of. You have no idea. You have no idea who watched the show that was written, who didn't, and maybe there's Netflix. Right? Are there Netflix writers? Yeah. Well, so maybe they get that information. No, I don't think so. No. Hmm. 
That's it's all internal. They're you know they're using that knowledge to decide what shows they greenlight and what they pay for. But yeah, it's very much akin to NBC saying, "Yeah, we don't agree with the Nielsen's, and we're not going to tell you who watches our show." Yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, that's how they and Fox keep losing shows that are actually good. Like there was those always that that couple of years that everybody talks about where it was like. Fox canceled like 53 shows in three years. And it was all shows that people were like, wait, why are you canceling that? But you're leaving this, whatever the hell garbage this is, mm-hmm. on the air. They're like, oh, well, you know, internal numbers, that's why we're doing it. Yeah, cost versus viewership. Yeah. But you had no idea but what you don't their know what math they are. was. No. Yeah. Oh, of course not. <clears throat> and the idea that you can count over the air viewers, anyways, is always yeah. kind of ridiculous. I think those numbers are high to begin with. I mean, I think two, three million people watched My Name is Earl. I watched like the first season. I loved it personally. I enjoyed it. I just didn't get, I didn't continue with it. I did, and I was really pissed when they just summarily canceled it. They were just like, up and we're done. Yeah, they were, and the NBC sided, well, it was so expensive. Yeah. And even though it was pulling ratings, we didn't think it was worth it, and we thought we could make a lot more money by putting a cheaper show in its time slot. So, who knows? Well, that you was. Know, um, I've got to tell you though, but what you said was right. I mean, Luke Cage was really slow, painfully slow. Sarah's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to watch another one." And I'm like, yeah. "I got to burn through these." Had a good soundtrack. Yeah, it did have a great soundtrack, but like the I and I went back and I just kind of like started skipping through episodes, looking for like the parts that were really really good. Well, he and like the, the number of really good parts, even in the end couple episodes, that were low. The last episodes were he he was fighting. The guy in the super suit. That was stupid. It was. It was really... It was horrible. Yeah. It was Batman v Superman all over again. They had an opportunity but, to bring but, in a villain. But worse. At least Batman they could have brought had in a any cool villain. suit. <laughs> you... Uh, the sheer number of villains that... what The Defenders, is that what they were called? Well, yeah. That's the, the group that they're eventually going yes. towards where it's Iron Fist and... Whatever and the hell. Jessica Jones. Yeah. And and she holds in there for a and while. And Daredevil. Cage and Daredevil. And, yeah. They, they had a lot of different... There's a, you Hell's could, Kitchen. You, you could pull anything. Oh yeah, you could. You could pull a throwaway villain. Hold on, hold on. Let's 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 see here. It's the. I'm pretty sure it's the Defenders. It is the Defenders. The Defenders villain list. The Rogues Gallery. Who's you their know. Who's their Rogues? Now the problem is I can't name one off the damn top of my head. Well, I think Wilson Fisk has to. Uh, well, of course. Somewhere. Yeah, Kingpin. Okay, so here I found a list off a of screen rant here. Fifteen Marvel villains who could be in Netflix's Defenders. The first one appears to be a man with a unicorn horn on his head, bat wings, and snakes for arms. <laughs> Chandu? What the hell is this? It sounds Indian. Chandu the Mystic. Yes. Hey, look at that. You hit it. Uh, started life as Harsley... Oh, my God. Harvey Schlemmerman. A sideshow magician who one day decided to turn to a life of crime. Okay, what else is there? Satan-ish. I can't make these up. It's it's Satan-ish. That is... Yep. That's Satan-ish. Well, you know, there was a reason that Defenders were... It's like a flaming... In case you're wondering, it looks like Satan-ish. But he's green. But he's green. Um, Null, the living darkness. Okay, now I see why they didn't choose a different villain. These are all dumb. Well, it's kind of a Cthulhu-looking thing there. Okay, what's this? Well, Yan- Yandroth. Well, if you noticed, the Defenders... I don't know. I think <laughs> Iron a- Fist had the hand. He did. 
Daredevil had the hand. Yep. They're definitely setting up setting up the hand as uh, the big smackdown for the defenders. Yeah. But who was in charge of the hand? Well, we don't know that yet. Oh, Shredder. Shredder. <laughs> it was Shredder. <laughs> no. That's silly. It's Krang. <laughs> okay. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> out of the shadows movie. Krang was fucking awesome. And also, <laughs> and also, um, Baxter Stockman was brilliant. It was really good. It was actually really good. Um, Let's hear. Huh? Medea, right? Was it Medea? I'm gonna edit that to make myself look smarter. Gonna have to get me smarter. some context there. Medea from the from those movies. Yeah, where it's a guy in a fat suit dressed as a woman. Mm-hmm. What about Medea? Uh, he played Baxter Stockman. Didn't he play Baxter Stockman? I don't know. He did. Sons of the Serpent. I'll see Mephisto. Why couldn't they go with Mephisto? I love Mephisto. Because, I mean, Dormammu, they did for Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which I didn't like the way he looked, but that's fine. I like the standard coat and floating flaming skull Dormammu, but that's fine. But Mephisto, he would have worked. He would have worked for a, a villain. The scrolls. Okay, let's not get into the scrolls yet. For nobody's gonna understand. Number two, Kingpin. Look at that. There he is. Bullseye. And the hand is number one. I guess the hand is the villain. The hand is just considered to be a villain. But that's off of this modern day mumbo jumbo of people who don't read the comics. I mean, it's it, true. I think um, Feisto. What else is on here? Was it Aim? Her- oh, I still want to see Aim happen in some. Hercules was in the Defenders originally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, back way, way back before yeah. Jessica. Whatever her name is, Jessica Jones. Ever invented? I couldn't watch Jessica Jones either. That was painful. I couldn't get slow. through it. I don't know, man. I I, I, I love I love uh, I just Kristen Ritter, it. and I could watch her watch paint dry. Now I still don't know if it's rumor or not, but this whole Squirrel Girl and Anna Kendrick thing. Yes, I will throw money at my screen because I need to see that happen. So they need to make that happen. Didn't you like about Jessica Jones? I really only got like two episodes in. I just it didn't catch me. It just didn't it didn't pull me in at all. Okay, did you read the graphic novel? At God all? no. Okay. <laughs> now the graphic novel It's just not my it's not the it's not my realm of it, it stuff was actually I slower than the the graphic novel spent like five issues on what they did in one episode of uh, the Netflix show. So Dragon Ball from the late eighties. Uh yeah. <laughs> 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 but it got into some uh, deep psychological shit. See, I'm I'm a Deadpool reader. I don't uh-huh. go for deep psychological shit. I go for pancakes and chimichangas and rocket launchers. And so you're probably looking forward to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Combat. I am so looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yes, I've been trying to win premiere tickets the, mm-hmm. on radio, and yeah, it didn't work out. But yeah, I'm still going to be watching that. You're going to do the double feature. No. No? No, I'm, too, get, I'm getting too old for that. Okay. Sarah wanted to do the double feature. I'll do my own double feature where I watch the, the watch first one like a week and beforehand. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and then go in and watch the second one. That's probably the best way. <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to be asleep halfway through the second movie. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's not good storytelling, but I think if you read the Jessica Jones graphic novel and then you watch the show... I'd probably be more into it at that point, but I think I'm more of a... Because there was a whole lot of mind fucking going on in the graphic novel and in the show. Yeah, I like the flashy a bit more. I like it to just be more. I'm looking for more of that. 
whatever it is, the superhero standard, but you know, flash she, and shine. She's kind of Luke Cage. You know, she's strong. Uh, she can almost kind of sort of fly. Um, she can punch things really hard. But against a mind control guy, almost powerless. So it's the whole Superman Brainiac yeah. line, which I didn't enjoy either. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, when, fair enough for trying, but when yeah, you just... can't trust your own senses, when you can't trust your own memories, it's it's kind of like the Matrix or um, the Mars see, see with Arnold just, Schwarzenegger, yeah, uh, Total Recall. Yeah, Total Recall. When you can't trust your own memories, what? How? How can you do anything? When? When? And you that's can, fair, but like. Yeah, I'm more of a Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, when I saw the Thor Ragnarok oh. trailer, and and Thor, you know, yells out, "I know him from work." <laughs> I lost my shit. Well, okay. I mean, just that's because that's more idea... my line when they're like, "Oh, it's going to be this this mental such thing is going to happen between the characters." I'm like, I could watch CSI and get the same thing. Yeah, so when I'm, I s- I'm going for Marvel, I need somebody to be at least give me Jubilee or something. Somebody throw some sparkles oh, I love or something. Jubilee. Anything, give what, me anything. When I saw the the Ragnarok trailers and I saw that they were doing basically a Battle Planet storyline, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, World War Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. thought too. I thought, wait, how did this happen? The most fucked up origin ever. Reed Richards and a bunch of other people decide to throw Hulk into the into space. Yeah. Like, you know what? You're they too are, dangerous on this planet. We're just going to ship you off to a different one. I mean, if Reed were kind, he would have thrown him into the sun and been done with the Hulk. Exactly. And then Hulk would have ate the sun. And <laughs> that would have been Sun Hulk. Sun Hulk. <laughs> it just would have been a big screaming green <laughs> and sun. He, and he would go through the galaxy and he would eat Galactus. And, oh, that's how Galactus was made. Or, <laughs> or Ego the Living Planet. Right? Ego the Living Planet. You've crossed into DC now, haven't you? Did I? Because that's, that's a Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> cosmic entities. Yes, cosmic How entities. Cosmic a, level powers. Yeah, yeah. So Hulk eats sun. Hulk gets cosmic powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sun Hulk. Then he decides that... Shulk. Shulk, which is coincidentally the name of his son, if I recall correctly, or something mm-hmm. like that. Or there's another character named son Shulk. Of Hulk. Son yeah. of Hulk. Um, yeah, ridiculous, but... Which is a Hulk with a sword, which... He needed a sword. Don't get me wrong; I like swords. It was cool, but like, oh, he's super strong and has a sword. Crap! But it, it's wouldn't the, he technically be stronger than a sword? Though it would be like if you picked up a paperclip, paperclip, and said, "Now you're in trouble." <laughs> but is wouldn't this, you be afraid though if Hulk came at you with like a paperclip or something like this a, a whistle surgeon, ball bat? You're like, this is gonna sting like well, I'd be nobody's if, business. I saw Hulk. Is the surgeon <laughs> stronger than the scalpel? Oh, is God. the Hulk with a sword just more cerebral shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hulk with a sword is like a toothpick. I mean, well, he's not as big as Hulk. He was smaller than so. But anyway, whatever. But yeah, I'm glad that they brought in World War Hulk into it, and they had that look with the extra armor on him and everything else. Love and Hulk. like Hulk, what kind of armor protects Hulk? Well, the storyline, if I remember the storyline right, they, they embed something in him so he's not super invulnerable anymore. He's still super strong. He's still really good, but he's not, like, perfectly invulnerable anymore. Yeah, and, and that is that is the deal with characters like the uber character, super character, Superman. Yeah. Who cares? After a while, if nothing hurts you. See, and, and, uh, and in World War Hulk, they did something to him. 
I think well, that's part of the piece that's he, on his chest or something. He did something to himself, though. He started to trust and to fall in love, and that made him weak. There was other stuff to it, but yeah, there, he also had like a thing embedded in his chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. Interesting, though. I like that we're seeing that side of it since they can't I mean, really do the Fantastic Four side. Thor, since Fantastic Four since sucks. We, get a whole, we got a whole. We got away from that whole. Whoever picks up the hammer gets the power of Thor, and then that poor fellow becomes Thor, and he doesn't know where he goes from the original Thor origin, remember? Yeah. Back uh, when they thought Thor was just a crazy person and not an uh, actual god. Right. Yeah. So now you get World War Hulk, and you get uh, the cosmic junk, and they're weaving this whole Guardians of the Galaxy into the mm-hmm. modern Marvel cinematic universe. Well, they, they had a hard time going from... They wanted Marvel to be grounded a bit. So that's why they didn't bring in magic for a long time. They didn't bring in anything weird until, like, Scarlet Witch, basically. And now they're starting to get more into the weird side of things. Yeah, they got the the powers from the Infinity Stones. Yeah. The, the Nazi powers look like magic that was similar to what they have on Asgard. Yeah. So you can kind of say, oh, yeah. what you call magic, we call science. You know. But now they've gotten into Doctor Strange, which is... Mumbo-jumbo. Magic. <laughs> magic. Straight up magic. Yeah. How does things happen? I say gobbledygook, and it happens. Yes. Okay, can anyone say gobbledygook? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Ancient One, you are no help whatsoever. So it was Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. It was yeah, the Medea movie. Okay, movie. Tyler yeah. movie. Tyler he Perry. made okay. an excellent Baxter Stockman because he was doing Tyler Perry does Neil deGrasse Tyson as Baxter <laughs> Stockman. Okay, that's. I might have to go back and rewatch that because that's impressive. It it was totally impressive. I mean, he I I could just watch a whole fucking Baxter Stockman movie with uh, Tyler Perry playing him. Nice. So another another uh, Defenders villain, they could have done the Collector when he goes all crazy. So anytime? All the time, yeah. Yeah, when he decides to take the Earth heroes? Yeah. Earth, yeah. Yeah, when he's like, I'm going to collect all the things, including people. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way everyone will be safe. Yeah. Is yeah. in cities in a bottle. Oh, wait. That's DC again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, there was a lot of crossover in comic books. Yeah, it happens. It just happens. Well, especially back in the days before the collect, before people were collectors themselves. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, the comic books came out. They lived on the newsstand for a short while, and then they went in your toy box. They disintegrated. Nobody <laughs> remembered that. Hey, we did that city in a bottle at the other company. Yeah. <laughs> our those kids didn't read our books. They haven't read it here. Yeah. Our kids aren't their kids. Marvel kids aren't DC kids. It was rare the kid that it was both. Yeah. I was a... My brother was the DC kid. I was the Marvel kid. Yeah, I was a straight-up Marvel. And then I was an indie guy. The indie comics? The Dark yeah. Horse and things like that? and Pre-Dark Horse. Pre-Dark Horse, but yeah, well, you get the idea. <laughs> Dark Horse came out and started licensing everything. Like, <laughs> No, no, it's still can, indie. We're can, just we're just can, producing it. Can you get more mainstream than this and still be a comic book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and still be indie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Definitely Can you claim to be indie when you're licensing, licensing mainstream properties? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> it'd be like I'll see why not. <laughs> it'd be like the Chinese saying, uh, "We're going to run our economy the way that we see, f- see fit, borrow from so from we- capitalism and from communism, and we're going to call it communism." And that's only because the elections are a sham. <laughs> What these companies should be doing is they should be licensing all the number one TV shows as comic books. We should have a Big Bang Theory comic book. We should have... I, I think Dynamite might be doing that. Yeah. I just made that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they license everything else, huh? They license everything. <laughs> like it's trying to follow G.I. Joe. Which company is with it? Coming is, soon, yeah. Transformers versus Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only way you can sell a Transformers comic these days. Dude... Everything for a while was Transformers versus. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Transformers versus GI Joe. They had for coming out for a while, um, just a couple of years think, ago. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, yeah. it was last year. They did the whole um, uh, Revolution series, and it had it had all the comic book, uh, all the toy comics like mm-hmm. Micronauts and Rom and GI Joe and Transformers. They were all colliding in this this series in the marketable toys multiverse. Yeah. And I was down with pretty much all of them. <laughs> so you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. There's some other weird movies coming out. You got Wonder Woman coming out. Yeah, fuck that. What? It's going to be shit. No. You know it. No. I have high hopes for it. Uh, that's fair. If you want to dash that against the rocks, enjoy. <laughs> There's another King Arthur movie coming out. I know. And it's with the um, Sons of Anarchy guy and Jude Law yeah. as Merlin. What? Jude Law's Merlin. I didn't even look. That's so horrible. That's worse than I ever imagined. And the Sons of Anarchy guy oh, is Arthur. It's so bad. He drives a white motorcycle. Some movie <laughs> called Snatched. Is that like a? Is that a sequel to Snatch? After all, oh, these years? I hope so. That'd be great. So Baywatch with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Well, is he the boobs in it? Yes. They're gonna do the slow motion and, and uh, the, you and know the they're going to. Packs are gonna flex. You you <gasps> know they're going to. They have to. Like the two main characters on the billboard are both male. They're gonna do those jokes. Do, yeah, and that's fine with me. Well, Another was, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That looks awesome, though. I will go. I will watch it. Just I love because. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. It never disappoints. It's mm, what Ooh, you, it always delivers it, it a there. special effects extravaganza. And, and a couple of good one-liners. What okay. was that last abomination into the world? Or is... That wasn't that bad. Alien life form. Alien life form <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> in a green suit. Um, the War Machine for streaming. Oh, is that a Netflix movie? Uh, I believe it's Netflix. So they can tell us it makes a whole bunch of money, but we never get to know. A Netflix sure. original film, War Machine. Is that Iron Man? It's not no, Iron Man. This is not Marvel at all. Oh, fuck you then, Netflix. This is a, a, an absurdist war story. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> I I saw War Machine. I was like, oh, really? They're doing a, like an Iron Man on Netflix? That's kind of cool. No. No. Completely and totally just... Like like Ro- James Rhodes, yeah, Iron Man. Exactly. War Machine. That would be badass. It would. They're not doing that. Um, and then maybe we can have a right proper Iron Wars. So then Wonder Woman and Captain Underpants, which will do better than Wonder Woman. Oh, I thought that was a crossover. um, What about... uh, (laughs) That's the Wonder Woman, Captain Underpants. Captain Marvel? um, Captain Marvel? Yeah. The girl? Ms. Marvel? Yeah. Captain Marvel is somebody different. Captain Marvel is the... DC. mm, No, Mr. Marvel is DC. (laughs) 
Either way. Captain Marvel had the Marvel family, and they were Charleston, weren't they, for a while? I think so, yeah. Who are you yeah, talking about? It goes back to the times before all of us were Cosmic born. Cosmic Powers, Miss Marvel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. The stretchy one or the no, blast no, one? No, no, no. The energy blast one. The energy blast one. Because the new one is stretchy. Stretchy one is getting a series? No. No. No, the blast the one is getting a series. Right. Stretchy. <laughs> With what's your face? <laughs> Doggone it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Um, Captain Marvel. It is Captain Marvel. 2019. 2019? Yeah. talking about June. You're talking about 2019? Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson. Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. Brie Larson, is that Charlie Sheen's ex-wife? Which one? Or is that a porn star? You're know. thinking of a porn star, but that's not Brie Larson. <laughs> You're thinking of a porn star. <laughs> he's, he's always thinking of a porn star. Uh, not always. Sometimes it's bunnies. <laughs> Sometimes it's both. <laughs> Bunny porn stars. Uh, the Mummy, the reboot. Oh, that looks uh, good. I love me some... Good. What? Uh, it looks stupid. I love me some Tom Cruise and The Mummy and Russell Crowe as yeah. the bad scientist guy. Just no. like there was a big thing recently, yeah. they tried to get a. You lost me at Tom Cruise. I mean, it was Brandon Fraser. There was actually a big online push recently to get Brandon Fraser back into movies. Has he gotten in shape again? Uh, kind of. I guess the problem was he had like a horrible breakup with his wife, and like it broke him mentally. So the internet came forward and was like, "No, you're awesome. We love you. Come back. Just don't make, make monkey bone again." Too. <laughs> Which one? George of the Jungle too. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What else? George is a broken middle-aged man now. He's been uh, gentrified <laughs> by <laughs> civilization. <laughs> George no longer allowed to grab women and run down the street. He goes around. Not also allowed within 500 yards of school. Talking about his life to college students, and they make fun <laughs> of him. Yeah, I grew up in the jungle, and then I got here. They just throw bananas at him and stuff. Let's see here. Cars 3. If you care. Transformers The Last Night. Yeah, in a post-apocalyptic world, only robots can save humanity. Did you see that? The, it, is that it, what it is? I completely ignored it because it's a Transformers movie. I don't know how they went from the last one to now the world is just... Is dead? Yeah. Something with the AllSpark, blah, blah, blah. AllSpark. <laughs> <laughs> the first Transformers movies came out. The first came out. The first one. Thought, the wasn't first bad. one. The first one came out, and one Decepticon was just thrashing and mutilating and destroying uh, an army unit. Mm-hmm. And I thought that looked scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they never captured that scariness again. No, they just went crazy with yep. bigger, more robots, bigger, or more robots. Uh, or more uh, racist, more racist. You had the you had the urban cars. The, they had the brothers, yeah, mm-hmm. that were horrible. Yeah, so not exactly the, looking ahead, but did you see the live action Beauty and the Beast? Yes. No. Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. Ish. If you like Beauty and the Beast, you probably would like it. I mean, it's the same damn story. It was pretty much the same story. My, my oh, problem yeah. with it, it is was Disney's. Much like how I've never seen Titanic, I know how it ends, so I didn't go see it. Do now, you do you really know how it ends? Titanic? Yeah. The boat sinks. Mm. Does the boat sink? 
Abo thinks that I am technically correct. But it but really ends. Did it sink in a technically correct star field? Oh, yeah. See, oh, God. Well, it's because it's, it's alternate universe. That's actually owned by Marvel. Of James Cameron's own research following the success of the Titanic, it was proven that his depiction of the Titanic sinking was incorrect. He proved that he did it wrong. Plot's the same. It's fine. So the Phantom. <laughs> the Phantom. I like that movie. That from a long time ago. The Ring. No one knows what evil lurks in the uh-huh. hearts of men. The, the, Billy's, the Phantom knows. The Billy Zane Phantom. Am I missing? Is that the same one I'm talking about? Guy in a purple suit. Yeah. The movie. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, that was great. It was. Yeah. But that was Billy Zane. Was it? And the modern remake Phantom. Yeah. Oh. Huh. And then he went around chasing Catch Me If You Can all movie, and never once did the suit come out. <laughs> Oh, uh, what else is coming out? Despicable Me 3. Right. Has Leonardo DiCaprio ever played a superhero? No. Well, unless you count him killing that bear. Well, he played Howard Hughes. Is that a superhero? It's kind of Tony Stark. Only if you call him alternate universe Howard Stark. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> He's definitely... Howard Stark was definitely Howard Hughes. Oh, oh no, they've admitted it fully. Oh, that, yeah, it? like that's that's definitely a a parallel there, yeah. Yeah, I always thought that that had the great makings of a of a like <clears throat> World War Two era buddy movie would be um, Howard Hughes and damn I'm blanking on just ruined the whole thing. I'll come back We're to this about point. like Lockheed or something like the old from the same time period. Yeah, it'd be like Lockheed or the guy who ran. Jack Northrop. Jack Northrop, yeah. Those two guys, like, fighting against each other to build no, a better no, plane no. or whatever. No, 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 I'm talking about a, a buddy movie where these guys come together with Walt Disney, and they stop Nazism in, in America. They stop Nazi. Like, almost like a uh, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. But actual, like... Historical uh, figures. Historical, not necessarily heroes, but, like, larger captains than life Captains of people. industry. There you go. Right there. Call it Captains of Industry. There you go. That, that's brilliant. That's copyrighted. Anybody who <laughs> fucking goes That's anywhere near that. Yes. Uh, after the writer's strike, Charles will be writing that movie. You can contact him for licensing details. Uh, <laughs> that would that'd be interesting. Would I mean, be. it would definitely be weird. Uh, but like, an, uh, like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that didn't suck. Yeah, I mean, because you've got these guys who did these, had these amazing imaginations That's and they true. did amazing things that changed the That's country. True. Oh yeah, Disney did a, uh, a ton for. Uh, well, they they would call them basically propaganda films. Yeah, but you know the did, the war support that he did with with everything. I mean, he did Donald Duck as a freaking as a Nazi. Well, one of the studios to make them look silly. Some of the studios also did. Um, um, Films to help gunners identify aircraft by mm-hmm. their silhouettes. Yeah. So they wouldn't shoot down. So they'd stop shooting down their own They're friendly stuff, yeah. I hear a plane. And the guy's are like flying in. Oh, I can't believe I made it home. Hey, guys, it's me. And then you get all shot up. Oh, later. God, no. Why? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the silhouettes didn't help. They still shot down their own airplanes. I'm sure it helped at least once. No. If, if it worked once, it was worth it. Um. So the the DC universe has some, the DC cinematic, the DCU, DCU has some real problems. 
One being that starts off with Batman and no super shit. Yeah, that, and they set the bar really high with Batman because there have been some really great Batman movies. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of really bad Batman movies, like Returns and, and Batman and Robin. Well, of the three but great Batman movies in this latest trilogy. The Nolan yeah. series or where they were? Yeah, two were good and two were bad. Yeah. Of the three Batman movies. That adds up to four. No, two well, of the three were good and two of the three were bad. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises was good and bad. Yeah. I agree with that. I thought you were counting Batman v Superman for a little bit as a... No. As a, just a bad, but not an actual Batman movie. Right. It was bad, though. It was bad. I finally watched it. It crosses the universe over from all mortal people to Mortals mortal and, and metas. Remember in... And aliens is true. It's true. <laughs> Even though in the DC universe they're metahumans. He's an alien. He's an alien. But it bridges that. But it gives us Wonder Woman who's... Made of clay. A god thing. Depending Wonder on the origin yeah. story. Which yeah. we still haven't got. Yeah. We don't know if she. Which you're going to get soon. She's going to be made of clay. It's going to make no sense. You're going to be staring at that screen but it, going, but it why, gave us why Fla- did they go down this Flash road? Flash and Cyborg. Okay. And, so we're getting meta I have a guilty. Fl- I have a guilty pleasure for the Flash series. I haven't watched it. I I actually enjoy it quite a bit. I enjoy it more than most of the Marvel ones on Netflix. I don't know. I find Flash a little bit too cerebral. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you when you need to feel less cerebral, then you go with uh, with uh, what was it, Legends of Tomorrow, or whatever yeah. it's called. Oh, exactly. Don't get me wrong. Guess what? I love that one too. I've watched two episodes. I was watching it, and then like really, I'm on season two. I was watching it just before I came here. I can't. I can't do the Legends of Tomorrow. That's it is the most absurd DC thing ever because it includes time travel. Yeah, to the point where there was actually two of every character on the screen recently, and I could not have been happier. <laughs> Well, the one thing that I makes me happy about all of this that's going on in the crazy television versus movie universes of the comic book companies is that this is what it felt like, you motherfuckers, to read these comics when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> because you pick you up a book an and you're, you're like, like, what the fuck is this? Wait a minute. How is... How is Captain America here with the Avengers when he's fighting Baron Zemo over in this issue? And like, no, no, you, it's well, not happening at the same time. That's, and that's that's all American Captain America. This is the amazing Captain America. They're two totally different. Uh, and that's totally the way. That's the way yeah. it was. I mean, yeah. you were kind of force-fed schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah, you had to kind of have like well, a roadmap to go by too. It hasn't gotten better. No, no. Well, I mean, now you have the internet if anything, to guide you. The schizophrenia has gotten worse. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying though. For mainstream fans now, yeah. of of these characters, this is what we grew up with. This is the the kind of batshit crazy stuff that was going on in actual comic books. Well, we got five Batman comic books. That's okay. There's six Superman books. There's Superman and Superman and Superman and Superman family and Superman goes to space and Superman <laughs> fights bad guys and it's as bad as the old uh, what was it uh, where he went to jail or he went to oh, fuck, Ernest 
is the old Ernest movies, but with Superman. Yeah. But really, so Superman's on uh, Justice League, Mm -hmm. and then he's in Action Comics, Mm -hmm. and he's in Son of Krypton, Mm -hmm. and he's in The Adventures of Amazing Bionic Superman Dog Family. I was actually pretty happy when they did Death of Superman. I'm like, yes, finally. But all that did was spawn six more Superman comic lines. It was that like, well, didn't go away well, when they brought Superman back. Well, now we need six more lines. There's Man of Steel, who's, you know, Steel. And there's this, and there's this, and there's this. And I'm like, God damn it. Which one is the Shaquille O'Neal Superman? <laughs> 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 right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, You know who I want to see in the Spider-Man movies? Spider-Gwen. <sighs> Spider-Gwen would be so good. And if they can do it? Work up a Gwenpool movie. Yeah. Gwenpool movie? Gwenpool. Oh, yeah. A Gwenpool movie would be rough. What? A, a, a short would probably do... No, you could do a full-on a Gwenpool full movie, movie of because Gwenpool. it would stand outside of everything. Animated or not? Gwenum. No. Live action. Live action. With the same irreverence and Okay, moving on to you. who plays Gwen. Gwenum. Who plays Gwen? Who plays... Uh, let's go ahead. You know what? Let's cast... And let's, let's go ahead and make this even sillier. Okay, so let's go ahead and have Spider-Gwen, Gwenpool, and Gwenum, all the same actress. And let's make that the trilogy of, of multiverse Gwen Stacy uh, movies. Who do you have play her? Oh, that would have to be it. So they're all on the screen at the same time? No. 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 Let's say you, you, you start with Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Uh, Gwen Stacy, Volume off, 1, Spider-Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Yes. Spider-Gwen, or Gwen Stacy, Volume 2, is Gwenpool. Okay. Number 3 is Gwenum. They're going to all be played by the same person, different movies. Think of it like Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Oh, see, I thought that this, all these characters are going to happen in the same movie. And maybe at some point First act, there act, will be. Third act. See, that's, I think that's too much. Maybe at some point they all appear on the screen at the same time as some kind of multiverse fun, but let's go this route. Three separate movies. A trilogy of Gwen Stacy. Who do you have play Gwen Stacy? Ooh, you would want it to be somebody young, mm-hmm. but that the audience can get behind. Someone sassy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Done every single time. Just Ryan Reynolds every damn time. I mean, with computer graphics, he'd I mean, probably make a really hot girl. Who else has played her here? Emma Stone has played her. I'm, I'm definitely liking the Emma Stone. Bryce, Howler, Bryce Dallas Howard has played her. Lacey Chabert has played her. She's getting old. She's got yeah, too many years. I mean, once they start nearing 30... So that becomes the question. Who could you have? Little little blonde-haired well, person to who, play Gwen who, Stacy. Well, the hair color doesn't matter. Who is snappy, True. quick, and and has a charisma that connects with the millennials? Because that's Ryan Reynolds, right? Who is the female Ryan Reynolds? Ooh, I'm not sure there is one right now. You know, it's not Amy Schumer. It's not Amy Schumer. Just in case you were wondering, in case you were putting it out there. Why do you have to keep bringing up that person? <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, but I don't think it's Anna Kendrick. Uh, no. Because she's not quite she's America's not, sweetheart. No, she's good. I like her. She would work well as Squirrel Girl. I like that idea. I like her going down that road of being 
that character. She's she's America's level headedness. She she is. Yeah, because Pitch Perfect three is coming out soon, and I gotta tell you, I'm gonna go see it. Oh, yeah. Well, if nothing else, just to watch Gwen, Gwen Stacy or Gwen Stacy, Anna uh, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, nothing wrong with that. She's the reason I watched that uh, Two Brothers Need a Wedding Date movie. What about uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Mortz from uh, Kick-Ass? Yeah. I'd be down with that. She's got that sassy personality. Mm-hmm. She's, got that, she's already proven she can, uh, mm-hmm. she can work in an action vehicle. Yep. She's cute as a button. Mm-hmm. Super hot. I don't think about her very often. <laughs> I mean, all the time. I mean, because I mean, who else you got here? Ellie Fanning? Not really. Jennifer Lawrence has done too much Marvel stuff already. Uh, yeah, Dakota Fanning. Not Scarlett Johansson. Not Emma Watson. I'd have to go with Chloe. I have a hard time thinking of somebody better. Yeah. She's Spider-Gwen. She, she would totally do that. I mean, she could be... Do the more, a little bit more yeah. serious Spider-Gwen. And then do the uh, crazy, upbeat, whatever, you know, uh, Gwenpool. And then switch out and do the darker uh, Gwenum. See, and I'm not even thinking of story arcs here. I'm thinking let's tell a story with the Gwen character. Yeah. Gwenpool Spider-Num character. (laughs) (laughs) Three movies, three different stories, same character. I'd say just give her the Spider Gwen character, probably, <clears throat> probably a little bit of the Gwenpool attitude in the Spider Gwen character, and then make her go up against the Gwenum character uh, in the climactic finale. That I don't know. Restores. Now I just want to see Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a crap about the air two anymore. I just want to see her do Spider Gwen. She would be great, Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Well, Spider-Gwen is Spider-Man, right? Yes. It's an alternate universe where Peter Parker dies instead of... Or Peter Parker doesn't get bit. Gwen Stacy does. Right. So you got Spider-Man. But you can... Because then there's a a comic where they end up uh, crossing universes and they meet. And it's like, well, I'm Spider-Man. No, I'm Spider-Person. Whatever the hell. It's like, well... And then one goes, well, Gwen Stacy's dead. Like, well, I'm Gwen Stacy. Peter Parker's dead. Oh, well, I'm Peter Parker. They have that whole moment. And then... Probably, we don't have a history because you're dead as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then they kiss, and it's all cute and whatever. But they both are upside down when they kiss. <laughs> Which really was completely pointless, but they do it anyway. Because I mean, I mean, they're right side up in relation to each other, but they're yeah. upside down for the yeah. camera. It just pans out. You're like, was this necessary? <laughs> really? Pull their masks. <laughs> they reach out. They do each other's. They do each other's. It's like it's like the wine glass thing. Yeah. They each pull each other's mask away. Yeah. That's romantic. And I wonder. Next page is a be- is a bedroom, and they both just look at each other and they turn off the light, and then all it is is a is a speech bubble that says, "No, no, leave the mask on." Yeah. No jokes about Spidey sense tingling. No, those are obvious. Nah, that's too much. It's not going that round. Webbing all over the fucking room, though. <laughs> they both ejaculate From webbing. Both of them. <laughs> like, I'm going to squirt. <laughs> that was my web sound. But... <laughs> uh, the most disturbing. Why hasn't somebody done that for a... Uh... I'm sure they have. There's probably a, a parody... Uh... 
that, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Gwen pouring out there somewhere? They don't have that much budget for special effects. <laughs> Are you sure? Have you seen yes. Pirates? Um, Pirates was like the most high-budget porn ever. Yeah, but did it make any money? That's not the point. <laughs> yeah, you, can they, ne- you can never truly know those numbers because they have, like Netflix, they Because of re- streaming, Pornhub won't release the numbers uh-oh. on who watches the They videos. had costumes yeah. and sets, but they did not have special effects. Hey, not, well, the first one, had to, it had a budget of a million dollars. And it had to have made money because the second one had a budget of eight million. Okay. Well, yeah, that... They had more millions to work with. <laughs> that was sperm count, not money. Either that or they just suckered that many more investors. Pirate. The Kickstarter for the second The one. Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> what would you Donate call under $40. Over $40 will send you a vial <laughs> of stuff from set. What would you call a Kickstarter for porn? Fluffer? Poon starter? Fluffer. It's a fluffer. It's Porn. fluffer. Yeah, fluffer starter. Oh, did you contribute to fluffer? What's Kick fluffer? Fluffer is crowdfunding for porn movies. <laughs> <laughs> did you fluff that? And copyright. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> it's two. You can call us for licensing on that. Fluffer dot com. It's, yeah. it's like Napster, but you know, fluffer. No, not like Napster. Yeah. yeah Napster was the exact opposite. <laughs> It's ironic. Sorry, that was too cerebral for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm CJ Watson. Adam Thompson. And I am Jack Fisher. Hop on.